Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we're scrubbing in it's monday back to our roots we did a wednesday episode last week which i didn't enjoy i like a monday I thoroughly enjoyed our Wednesday together. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy our time together, but I, I like routine. I like having a schedule and I like things being the same time of day, same day of the week. So it threw me off last week. Are you all like that? Am I the oh. odd man out on that, that? Is that a cancer thing? Because I'm so like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I do I know like some that? scrubbers are the same way because I had some 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 direct messages from some scrubbers Monday and Tuesday saying, I keep hitting refresh. Where's my new episode? And I was like, Wednesday. Well, I get that. Like if you're a listener, because I'm like that with TV shows. Like if they mess up, like even Bachelor in Paradise now is on Tuesday nights because they're half Dancing with the Stars on Monday. And I'm like, that's kind of a, I mean, Monday was such a nice, like, just escape of, like, chaos to watch Bachelor in Paradise on a Monday. You know, it's nothing really rattles you. It's actually funny. So before we started the podcast, Easton sounds like he's, like, in this tin can. And for me, I, like, I think I, I am. I think I'm a perfectionist in a weird way because I was like, that sound would annoy me if I was listening. So I was trying to tell him to, like, fix it, right? 
Becca goes, eh, I mean, it's fine. It wouldn't, it doesn't really rattle me. And I was like, better question. What would rattle you? And that's a great question. I'll think about that throughout the episode. <laughs> I mean, I know things rattle me, but I can't like when that kind of stuff, I don't know that I'm easily rattled. In that Ethan, let's hear it. Can we get a test test? Uh, the, it's going to sound great to the listener. Oh, I was just is. trying to make it sound. Yeah. I was trying to make it sound better for you guys. Oh. Cause usually I, pulling back the curtain a bit. Usually I use my built-in laptop microphone to communicate with you and it sounds like garbage, but the listener hears this thing. Oh, and it sounds better. I, so I don't care about what we hear. I care about what they hear. If they I, heard I'm this, to I would feel, I would feel bad. As a perfectionist, does it bother you that those three frames behind us are not straight? <laughs> I've been staring at that the whole time. Cause really that rattled. Me. That makes me feel a little rattled. I'm not going to lie. Oh no! <laughs> that made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my god! I just choked on my own spit that like went in that air pipe. <gasps> I literally thought I was about to have to do a Heimlich yeah. for a second. It's okay because it was just my own spit. Wow. Um, Gross. Yeah. So today is like the most Mondayest Monday. Can I tell you what happened to me when I went to go get my COVID test just an hour ago? What do you have to do that for? I'm hosting something tomorrow. Uh, for iHeart that I have oh, to go for work, get. Yeah. yeah, for work. So I'm pulling out of my apartment complex, right? And I live on a busy street. And normally when I pull out of my, you can tell I'm in a parking structure. Nice Samaritans just say, come on in, girl. Like, it's never an issue. I leave my apartment every day, multiple times a day, right? And people just let me in. Because I'm right by- Because you're on a busy street. You're saying I'm on a busy street, but I'm also street. right by a, a stoplight. So cars okay. are usually stopped. It's not like a, you know, whatever. I'm leaving my apartment today. This woman looks me in the eye and literally shakes her finger and says, no. I, I was like <laughs> shocked by this. Okay. Uh, like shook to my core. Cause you know me, I'm like, I literally looked at her and I go, you know, I'm trying to mouth it seriously. <laughs> like you're not. So then I like get pissed and I go right behind her. Right. So I like pull the nice person behind her said, come on in sweetheart. And I said, thank you so much. So I pull right behind her and I'm like less than an inch away because now I'm like ticked, right? It was so bad to the fact that so she makes the light and she goes and then I'm, I'm waiting at the, the red light and this car next to me rolls down his window and says, I'm going to tell you something. Karma's a bitch and it's going to get her at some point. And I was like, <laughs> the fact that this guy even saw her do it to me made me feel very. So then I'm like going in through my head of just like, What's going on in this woman's life where she's not letting, like literally looks me in the eye and shakes her finger like I'm not letting you in. And I just go down this rabbit hole of just, she's going through, she just got laid off of her job. She just well, broke up with up her, her significant. Hurt. Yeah, like I'm just like, she's having a hurt day and she wants to hurt other people. That, it's so funny how people, like in like when they're driving that you can, you go down that rabbit hole of what they're feeling based on just these quick interactions yeah. of like no dialogue, just like looks, you know, I understand moves. being in a rush, you know, if you're on the freeway and you need to get in the fast lane to get, be getting somewhere fast. But this, like, I'm telling you, we weren't, nobody was moving. I and actually, she just said, no, I have a funny story. That's kind of similar to that. My friend yesterday was telling me that, uh, she was on her way somewhere and she was at a stoplight and this lady next to her, like rolled down her window and she thought she needed to get in front of her. So she was like, Oh, do you need to get in my friend? And she goes, no. And so she rolled down her window and she goes, the lady goes, you need to learn how to drive. 
And she was like, I was wow. literally being nice. I thought she needed in. And then she still carried out her plan of what she needed to say to me, even after she saw I was being nice. Yeah. See, that's like that. Those are the good Samaritans in the world. Mm-hmm. Last night we were driving back from a wedding and uh, Red Star noticed that this car on the freeway didn't, the taillights were out. So like their taillights weren't working. And we're on the freeway, so we're going fast. Mm-hmm. I would just, you know, I don't, I don't know what I would do. But he rolls down his window. He's trying to get this man's attention. The other man rolls down his window, and they're like talking on the freeway, going, "I don't even know." I mean, we're slower than than most, probably like fifty five. But he's all, "Your tail lights are out," and the guy like finally understood him and said, "Oh, thank you." And I literally was just like. <laughs> That was so insane. But that was a good Samaritan driver thing to do. But to Becca's point, I feel like traffic behavior is kind of on, on a similar wavelength to social media behavior in the sense that you're anonymous in your car. Right. You're anonymous on social media. And the way to get around that in your car is to show them your face. We had the thing we were in Florida last week. We were trying to get to the airport. I told my wife to turn left and it wasn't time to turn left. And I realized we got to go straight here. But there were all these cars and it. it was a double lane to turn left. There were all these cars next to us that were going to prevent us from being able to go straight. And I didn't know where we were going. It was going to be bad if we turned left. So I rolled down the window and I right. stuck my head out and I made eye contact with the driver right, and said, friendly. can I go in front of you, please? Right. And, and he smiled and waved and said, of course, right. thank you. That's how you get around the yeah. anonymousness anonymity of driving in your car. Well, but, but wait, can I tell you a fun fact for all you Olivia Holt fans that listen to the podcast? She is one of those. Yes, thank you. Easton is, is Olivia Holt fan. <laughs> she is she I actually she was um, one of those people who let me into the lane like two weeks ago. I just randomly she didn't even know wow. it was me. She knows me. She just waved me in to go in front of her. And then as she, as I pulled in, I said, thank you. She goes, oh, my God. She rolled down her window and she's like, Tanya. And I was like, wow, <laughs> Olivia Holt in the wild a good Samaritan. is a good Samaritan driver. That's yeah, true test of character right there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, imagine if she hadn't and then Tanya saw that it was her. Like, I just did an interview with her for The Vibe for the weekend show. And she literally brought it up. She's like, oh, my gosh, that was so funny seeing you. And she's like, thank God I let you in. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, we were going to the um, LSU UCLA game at the Rose Bowl, which was chaos trying to get into the parking lot. And my sister rolls down the window because they're like, we were like, we need to get over. And I'm like, Caroline, roll down your window, show your face. Like, it's this guy, you know, she's really cute. So I'm like, roll down your window, just like smile and say, hey, can we get in? She goes, hi, like, can we get in? And he's like, no. And just like (laughs) drives forward, like doesn't even. We had to make the whole block. It was rough. (laughs) Some people just aren't. They don't got it. I just think that everybody's on edge these days. It's true. Mm -hmm. And on social media, it's really bad. Everyone's extremely angry about everything. Angry about everything. It's very, it's very uh, Sonsy times. It is so Sonsy. Yeah. It's been Sonsy for like, what, a year and a half now? Yeah, but do you know what's not Sonsy? (laughs) What? Our impromptu girls night that we had last week. It was so fun. So many people messaged me saying this is the girl group I need to be a part of. And I was like, honestly same and i'm part of it it's what you need and you're part of it yeah. like do you ever have people that message like I, I have some people that message me and say like if i post a picture with red star they're like you guys are the cutest couple this makes me emotional i want to cry like i'm so happy for you and i'll literally respond and say honestly it makes me cry sometimes too that's very on brand it honestly does it's so funny because like 
all of y'all are friends. We've done my birthday together. We've like been to things together, but y'all are all from different parts of my life. You yeah. Know? And so, and it was so unplanned. Like impromptu, I was impromptu. Some may say, yeah, Jojo's in town right now. Um, and she was, she'll just text me. She's staying like five minutes down the road. So she'll just be, I'm just coming over. I'm bringing you Starbucks. So she'll just come out. She is my friend who like, she can sit on the couch and we can like order takeout and she eats the same as me. She enjoys like, just, she don't have to do anything. So she's that friend for me. So we were sitting there, Tanya FaceTimes. You were crying. You were yeah. like upset about something <laughs> and this cr- starts crying. And I like, flash it over to jojo to be like hey jojo's here too in case you're you know don't want anyone to hear which what i appreciated that i appreciate the, the the warning and um so she then she starts laughing because she's like i don't even know why i'm crying but i'm like come over we're just hanging out so then um Haley and marlo were working from my house and so Haley, marla and tanya all showed up within like a minute of each other so it was just like everyone was, i felt like i was on a friends episode and then um <laughs> Allie DMs me and she's like, I feel left out. This feels very unkind. And I'm like, come over. Like, this wasn't even a planned thing. So she comes over and it's like the energy of all my friends together. It's like we were all PMSing at the exact same time. We all had like different things. So I was like really upset that day just with like just some work career stuff was was uh, it was like a hard day for me. And then Allie was kind of were having like a work issue. Like she she hurt her knee, and so she was kind of feeling physical, down. a little yeah. physical downness. Yeah. Jojo was down about uh, Jojo just is anxious and spirally yeah, at all yeah. any given moment. And Becca's the only one that's just like <laughs> even I'm just keeled, like staring, listening to all the conversations <laughs> happening. Like, wow, this is like a ball of anxiety all in one place. What a joy! <laughs> So we all walk to 7-Eleven and buy just like gross, like ice cream, Slurpees, Slurpees, pizza. Tanya got a Snicker, ice cream Snickers bar. I got bar. ice cream Snickers nice. bar. Yeah. yeah. But it was really fun. So then everyone's still hanging out and we ordered pizza and I'm like, should we play like, well, beer pong, but we filled it up with water. So to avoid a mess, but only Jojo and I drank, but yeah, we it, was played. A work, it was a work night. So like, <laughs> yeah. And so we play and we were trying to pick teams and Tanya's like, I mean, I've been playing Prosecco Pong all summer. So I'm, I'm probably the best one out of the four of us, like really selling herself. The rest of us were like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't played, I don't play this very often. Jojo's like, I think I'm horrible. So the teams were me and Tanya versus Jojo and Allie. And they like crushed us. Crushed us. Tanya didn't make one, I think, until like the very end. I it was, was rattled. Late. I was rattled that day. Okay. I wasn't in my best perform oh, perform okay. moms. But my favorite part is like, you know, you're in your thirties when eight thirty hits and I was like, Oh, gotta go, gotta gotta get to bed. Yeah, everyone exited quick. I was like doing a quick cleanup and then it was eight thirty and I was back on my couch ready for the rest of my night. But yeah, it was fun. It's like, I don't know. I, I think a, I th- feel like a lot of people will probably feel this way of like how exciting it is when all of your your different friend groups or like different people from your friend groups come together and everyone like loves each other and has so much fun. I don't know if y'all relate to that, guys. No, it reminds me of like, um, uh, did you guys watch the Friends special? Yes. So yeah. you know how they said like, that's why that's what made Friends like so magical because it's like that time of your life where 
you're like in between college and like family in a in a sense. Mm-hmm. So like your friends are your family mm-hmm. and you kind of are going through that that cycle and that phase of life. And it's like um I think as we're getting older and we're starting to get into relationships mm-hmm. and like our friendship is is changing in the most beautiful way. Mm-hmm. But then when you have those like moments of just like though that was like back in the day where we were just like yeah. sitting on your couch, the dancing Backstreet Boys, like running yeah. Backstreet Boys dances. Like that's what it felt like. We were just doing like dumb stuff. And it was so fun. It did. It felt like we were like young twenties again. Right. Even though we didn't meet then, but that's what it felt like. Right. Um, I felt like a nineteen year old schoolgirl with a Britney Spears skirt on saying, Hit me baby one more time. Oh. A okay. specific <laughs> thought. Yes. A specific time in my life. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. I had so much fun. I um everyone left and I was like, that was a really unexpected and fun day. Yeah. Totally. Should do it again. But it's like you, you know, like you if the you don't impromp- plan this thing. Yeah, yeah, the impromptness of it made it made it cool. Yeah, it was really fun. And then I just had I, I skipped had a- my workout that day. Like, you know what wow. I mean? I know. Thank you. And had Snickers ice cream and skipped your workout. That is a non Tanya day, but it's good every once in a while. Thank you. It was a Becca yeah. Tanya day. It was a yeah, Becca was. type of day. Yeah. With Tanya. Yeah. And she committed to it, which I really appreciated because there was a Snickers bar on the counter and she was like, oh my gosh, the Snickers ice cream is so good. And I was like, who's getting that? And she was like, I am. I was like, I feel so proud right now. Like that is, makes me so happy. Um, I haven't worked out in two months and I worked out for the first time today and I literally almost threw up. I don't know how to, I'm like, do I do it again on Wednesday or do I just like quit again? Yeah, you do it again. <laughs> it just feels so mean? easy to just be like, oh, I remember why I stopped. <laughs> it hurts. Well, I'm yeah, t- it's, you have to work through the pain. Pain is, is momentary. And also like when you work out and you push through the pain, it's like it, you can like replicate that in your real life. You know, when something feels like it's too tough and you can't do it, like you actually really can do it. It's just mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. That, like I've been trying to get back into a routine since tw- 2014. So like, I know how it is like easing back it. Just, just like, okay, I'll go harder next week. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. You got to ease into it. And in my mind, cause I, for basically the whole 2020, Haley and I worked out with our trainer, Ostrid and it was just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that was like part of the day, which when we weren't doing anything, it was so, you know, it was like something to do. I felt so good after I did it. And then as things started to pick back up, I just, kind of and then moving and everything I just stopped doing it and then I just I'm like I I was laying there today like literally on the verge of throwing up thinking why why did I why did I come back (laughs) why did I come back no you have to push through the pain you have to push through the pain it's it's momentary I mean what what are we talking well you felt like you were gonna throw up for what five seconds a minute no 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 like for 30 minutes after it was pretty touch and go drink some water and handle it comforting she's a comforter a nurturer <laughs> you're tough you're so much I tougher than tough. you think you are and like that's the thing like it's not you're not gonna throw up you just feel like you're gonna throw up yeah but i'm scared i, I like i fear throwing up like i'm not someone mm. who can just like you know you know how people that's are like thing. when they have a really bad stomach ache or they know they're gonna throw up eventually they're like i'm just gonna make myself throw up i do not i'm like i'm avoiding it as much as i can what was it did she try and have you too like did you do a lot of cardio Mostly just movement that hurts at this point. (laughs) You know, it's like weights and cardio. I was doing like jump rope and then burpees. It was just like, what makes me 
the burpees, just saying that word makes me want to throw up. But I've been not, this is the thing. I've been feeling like I have a lot of brain fog. Like I don't have a lot of like mental clarity. And I think it, I <gasps> you know, we should do what we should do like a saging of your mind. Like when you almost lit my house on fire. Yeah. But, but for like your mind, like we can use yeah. Yeah. this time. We're going to light your hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this thing is dry. So you'd blow up. What do you want to do for your brain fog? Well, I was thinking maybe like some diet changes and like working out. That's what I'm saying. I was oh. like trying, but yeah, we can get back into saging when if those things don't, don't work. work. <laughs> plan, but plan B. I was thinking that here's the issue. When I take edibles, I have this uncontrollable, I'm not kidding. It is not controllable need to eat. And I will be sitting there eating. Isn't knowing, that what it does? Isn't that like what it does? Like, yeah, like the munchies. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. if I take a half of an edible, which is I normally take like a five milligram. I don't take like a lot at all. But if I take a half, I normally I just go to sleep. But if I take a full, I go on a full journey of feeling like I'm floating and then I'm laughing. And then I'm like, I, you know, it would make this so good is if I had food and then Nothing in my pantry sounds good. So the other night I order Jack in the Box. The mini tacos, they were loaded with cheese, sauce, and lettuce. And I ate almost the whole like bucket. <laughs> like, I don't even know. They come in like a box. And I still, I swear today I woke up. That was Saturday night. I still oh, don't feel well. <laughs> I believe it. And it's, and it's like... But so does that just mean it's hard? I battle between I don't like to drink because I always I don't feel well after I drink. So if I'm going to drink, I have to be prepared that I'm going to feel mildly hungover, tired, like gross the next day. If I take an edible, I'm norm physically fine if I don't gorge myself on <laughs> jack in the box. But I like feel like my body feels fine. Mm -hmm. So that's. <laughs> That's but the struggle that, I've gone through. This sounds week. like quite the pickle you're in. Yeah. yeah. Saying every time I take an edible, I get so hungry. Isn't that like saying every time I do coffee, I feel so wired? Like, isn't that the deal? Isn't that right. part and parcel? Well, sometimes, like I said, sometimes I'll get in bed and w when like I feel high, I normally I can it can just put me to sleep. The so problem like, is if I take it too early and I'm not sleeping. So like, do you, do you take edibles because you want to be high or do you want to take them to go to bed? Because you can try other things both like mel and both. melatonin, yeah, there's take, meditation apps. It's not melatonin. I take melatonin too. And I, and sometimes I'll not do a T, I won't do THC, I'll do CBD, which is like, doesn't do anything. <laughs> I don't get hungry or anything. It just helps me calm down. Because the thought, the issue is that I can take melatonin, but sometimes my brain stays on. And if I take half an edible or CBD, it just like calms my brain. And then I can just go into my melatonin sleep. Do you ever get scared that you're going to get so like addicted to the THC? I don't take it enough to. And then you're going to want something like harder, like no. crack or something? No, because I can't, I can barely go. <laughs> oh, you're... No, what comes after edibles? What's the next? Well, oh, I only take five milligrams, so I think I'd have to really <laughs> build on that before I moved on to something else. But it's like if you just have a glass of wine and then you're like, that doesn't really that didn't really do it for me. So I'm gonna have another glass. Got it, got it. Do you ever go to sleep unaided with nothing? No anything? I mostly sometimes like I'll take 
like a melatonin and that'll be it. No, that, but that's aided. That's I'm aiding. saying, is there any time you just go to sleep with no melatonin, no THC, no CBD, no nothing? I feel like if I'm eating healthy and I'm not drinking any soda or caffeine or anything and I'm working out, my body's so tired that I'll fall asleep. It's not really the falling Sounds asleep. It's the me. staying asleep that sometimes. Mm. And melatonin helps you stay asleep. So sounds like I have some issues, but (laughs) (laughs) glad we're talking about. But I think there is a stigma around marijuana. And I do think just like anything, people can overuse it and abuse it. But like, like I said, I feel better than I do when I drink. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I I, for me, when my head hits the pillow, I am comatose until my alarm goes off in the next morning. Like I am, you could have a circus in my bedroom and I would not hear a thing. Like I am usually a very, very heavy sleeper, but I've realized that's not the norm. Like, I feel like a lot of people wake up a lot in the middle of the night. They wake up to pee. People wake up, their brain starts like rattling off their things that they have to do. And so I'm just, this is just a, um, I'm grateful for my sleep. Well, yeah. I mean, if my alarm was going off at 4.30 in the morning, I'd probably hit my pillow pretty hard as well. So I think most people could relate to that who have your schedule and do what you do. I don't know. Maybe y'all can relate. Head hits the pillow and it's just comatose. Yeah. In 2009, I got a job where my shift was 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. I got up at 1.30 in the morning to get to work at 3 a.m. And ever since then, I can sleep anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, but I realize it's, it's, it's not a lot of people don't have that luxury. So I'm really grateful for, and I've actually been writing it down in my gratitude journal regularly mm-hmm. that I'm grateful that I can sleep through the night. It's beautiful. Can't I'm claim that, but I can fall asleep anytime, any place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start setting my alarm for four ish and seeing what, <laughs> what I do by 7 PM. No, or just try like 6 AM. Oh, it's still dark. But still, it's better than, I mean, I just think, why don't you like ease your way into it? I mean, easing my way into it would be more like seven, I think. Okay, then let's try seven tomorrow. Let's just try it. Why not experiment? See, here's the thing. Why not (laughs) experiment with things? If something's not working, try something else. It's working. It's just aided. No, it's not working. It's, what's not working? (laughs) Needing aid to sleep is the definition of it not working. Of what? Not working my body? Your sleep cycle. Oh. So let's try and a get... A lot of people just need help because they can't shut their mind off. I think when... I think it has something to do with our phones and... I mean, mine's all so many things. It's my phone. It's my diet. It's my lack of exercise. It's but not all like, those things are fixable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're acting like this is, just how, this is just how I am. A lot of people are like this, so that's fine. No, no, no. No, I'm saying that it. I don't think it has so much to do. I'm not sleeping till like 11. It's not like I'm like just sleeping in. Like I wake up and I'm still like a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, you know, it's not like 1 p.m. And I'm like, oh, just did not. I don't know why I'm tired because or why I'm not tired at night because I slept till in the afternoon. But anyways, I'll try. I'll try. I'll start waking up. Let's try experimenting next week on the podcast. I'd like you to come back and have experimented with something different. Okay. I'll start. I'll start trying. I love homework. I, yeah, it's kind of, you do get like a high, like your energy shifted when you started trying to boss me around. It's true. You would have been a great teacher. She would have been a really good teacher of like, 
Well, I was the vice president of education for my sorority, Kappa Alpha Theta. So I did teach in some way, shape or form. All right. Well, yeah, I'll I'll switch some things up and I'll try to do it unaided and see what happens. Uh, Actually, so I got dressed in the dark this morning because I I spent the night at Red Star's house. And so I try and sneak out. I try not to wake him up when I leave. And so I put my clothes on in the dark and just like skedaddle. Uh, I put my hoodie on backwards. So I had like the hood around the front of me and I was laughing so hard because people were saying that they, um, they do this on purpose on planes. They wear their hoodies backwards so that they can just put the hoodie over their head and sleep. Wow. Genius. I know. And I was like, wow, if only I was taking a nap today. I just, that's so smart because I shouldn't care what people think of when I'm sleeping on a plane. But when I see other people doing it, I'm like, oh man, like, yeah. is anyone taking photos or anything? Not that I would ever do that, but like if someone was to do that. Right. Or like I drool when I sleep. So like now, you know, there you go. Hot tip for everybody listening. Do you drool every night? Like, yeah. do you wake up? I drool. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's really gross. <laughs> Tiny Saliva has been more a topic of conversation today than it really should be. I know. Yeah. And you know what? I actually couldn't ask Red Star about the videoing us kissing because he watches the Instagram, like scrubbing in Instagram. And he came, oh. I know. And he was like, you don't open your eyes when you kiss. And I was like, oh, you didn't hear the whole conversation. I'm not saying I'm wide eyed. I'm saying I open my eyes to look at you to make sure you're real. And then I just sounded creepy to ask if I could video it. So I need to give it a little time. So... Well, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't know that you look at open his eyes because his eyes are closed. Unless he looks at me, too, which sounds he, like he well, does. Maybe awkward moment when you guys both open your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I hope that y'all time that out. Wait, right but way. do you want something so funny that I actually haven't even told you? Oh, yeah. A lot. This is a live exclusive story. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember the day's blur, but uh, he texted me the other day and he was like, my friend just passed passed by you on Raya, which is like that dating app. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's weird. And then I, in my head, I just didn't, I didn't even think anything of it. I thought somebody's using my photo or something like that. Right. Then uh, I was with him and I was like, let me send an email to this app and just let them know like, Hey, I'm not on it. That's not me, whatever. But then I start realizing you have to get like let into this dating app. So you have to like upload your like Instagram handle, all this stuff. So I was like, somebody can't be impersonating me on this account. Does that mm-hmm, make sense? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, it's gotta be me. So I redownload the app. Sure enough. Oh, because if you don't deactivate, like if you don't deactivate your account, it stays there even if you delete the app. Yes, I had no idea. So for months, I've just been on this dating app, fully just there. I'm like, thank God there's like so much trust in my relationship. Like he didn't even bat an eyelash. He was just like, oh my God, that's so funny. So then we go into like all my matches or like, you know how like it goes into like the, yeah, it goes into the conversations and they're so funny. Like this one guy was like, Hey, Tanya, how's your day going? Obviously, I don't respond. Hey, Tanya, uh, any fun plans this week? Obviously, I don't respond. Then he goes, thanks for the match. Bye. I was like, oh, great. So it matches without you even matching it? No, like I, I was on it for like two days while we were broken up in that like weird oh, time. Yeah. So I'd matched. I, I, I swiped on a couple people. So like, I'm sure I don't I must have been those people. But like we're going through the conversations and I'm like peeing laughing because they were kind of rude. But yeah, I get it because I just didn't respond. Well, Josh Groban is not used to being stood up on Raya. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, if he's going to reach out, you should respond. 
But how funny is that? I've been fully. And what's so funny is uh, I because so he texted his friend back being like, oh, weird. Somebody must be using her photos or something. And then when we realized that it was actually me, we were like, his friend probably thinks I'm so shady. Yeah, you did tell me the beginning of that story. You're like, someone is using my uh, photo oh, did I on, tell you? Yeah, on a dating app. Yeah, but it, it was not exclusive. This wasn't that exclusive for me personally. But now when people <laughs> like I feel like people call sometimes and they're like, I found my boyfriend on, you know, Bumble still or like, you know, she's been dating this guy and he's still on da da da. Now I'm going to actually believe the person that's still on the app because it happened to me. I've been yeah. fully on it for like six months. Listen, I think there's the rare case that <laughs> that happens. And I think there's the other option, which is that slimy dogs are on the loose. <laughs> slimy dogs. Yeah. And he like literally looked over and he goes, you deactivated it this time, right? He's like, what'd you do? And I was like, yes, I hit. I met somebody. I just love like that you're always I mean Red Star is amazing and he is I I think it's so interesting of how like he doesn't really he doesn't get like jealous or anything he's very secure but I love how you always act like shocked like yeah he didn't even bat an eye what reason would that man have to assume that you were doing anything that wasn't loyal I know that's true. <laughs> you make a good point. But I mean, if somebody if, if somebody told me that he was still on a dating app, I'd kind of be like, well, we oh, know I wouldn't like that. You know, <laughs> know like, that. I wouldn't like that, even though I fully trust him. Like, I yeah. wouldn't like that. And he's just cool, calm. I wish I had that. That's a quality of his that I wish I had. He's he's cooler and calmer than I am. Like In beyond. every situation, yeah. like you can't rattle the guy, even when he's overwhelmed with like work and stuff like he's just calm. And I'm the opposite. We should prank him. I'm like spastic. Like, Meh. we should prank him. How would you like to prank him? Well, I can because he'll list, this could be a clip used for the <laughs> Instagram, which he will definitely see. He's a P1. You want, you <laughs> want him to think that Tanya is seeing someone that no, she met no, no, in that. I'm just talking about in, another fun prank of something that could like shake him, make him a little bit more aware of his surroundings because he's so chill. He does not care. We could op- leave my apartment door open. Just leave it open. He's dropping off my vaccine card later. What is that going to do? He might think somebody came and took me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Huh. Something that involves the authorities you probably yeah. stay away from that. Put a bunch of ketchup all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. I love this. This is really going to be good. So the right, prank we'll- is that your door is left unlocked? Well, he's going to come and be like, why is her door not unlocked wide open? A wide open. And he's like, why is her door open? And then we're not. You're nobody's trying here. to scare him. No, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I, that's a little too dark for yeah. me personally. Plus, he's such, he's such a chill dude. He'll probably be like, oh, Tanya, I left the door yeah, open again. <laughs> he's probably like, off on a run or something. Let me just lock that for her. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Doesn't even look around. No. <laughs> calm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be thinking about something because... I want to see how how calm he is. He did say I have free reign to prank him on um, uh, April. He likes April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he's given me. I know he's one of those people. That's interesting. I know. Uh, so maybe maybe we put a yeah. pin in it in April Fool's Day. We really get him good. Okay, great. We have a lot of time to plan. Yeah. Right. We will fake your abduction and murder yes. on April 1st. We'll make it really real. <laughs> no, that's interesting. If you could have a quality of your significant other, what would it be? That would be my, I mean, I would pick a lot of things of his, but that one is probably top. Tier. Probably passion and drive. 95 P. I think we've talked about that before. Um, we have a very special anniversary, um, but we're going to take a break and then we will come back and talk about that. 
Hey guys, it's Jana Kramer. The iHeartRadio Music Festival is back. Join us for the official iHeartRadio Music Festival pre-show podcast hosted by me, Jana Kramer. It's going to be a blast and we will have all your favorite celebrities and artists joining, such as Chrissy Metz, Debbie Gibson, Joey McIntyre, Donny Osmond, 98 Degrees, Teddy Mellencamp, and so many more. Get your tickets today at onlocationlive.com. Let's get lucky. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 
21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes, 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female-founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hey, I'm Bethany Joy Lenz. I'm Hillary Burton Morgan. And I'm Sophia Bush. And we are doing a virtual event in September in honor of One Tree Hill Day, September 23rd. OTH Day for the OTH fam. And this podcast family is going to be benefiting Kind Campaign with this event. They work to end bullying in schools, and we just love them. That's right. The drama queens are so excited to hang out with you guys on our very special day. So all the information is going to go up on loopedlive.com. There is more information coming soon. That's L-O-O-P-E-D live.com. The drama queens are coming to you live from the iconic Beverly Hilton Hotel. That's loopedlive.com for tickets. Okay, we're back. So I just want y'all to know that it is the fourth anniversary tomorrow of Scrubbing In when it all began. Happy fourth birthday. What's the thing for a four years anniversary? Fruit and flowers. Really? Yes. That's so was... cute. So an edible arrangement. Yeah. That, I didn't know there was things specific for each anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's fifth? Yeah, like... Uh, let me, let me look. I'm planning for next year. Plan no, I just never heard, yeah, never heard that. Yeah. Fifth I just is wood. Wood? Uh, wood? Quick cute story. First anniversary is paper. And my wife and I both thought it would be hilarious to stop by Staples and grab a ream of printer paper for the other one on our anniversary, our first anniversary. We both had the same idea for the same joke. That is cute. Wait, y'all did it separately for each other? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cute. Is it wedding? An- it's wedding anniversary, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll, our, ours is a wedding of sorts. <laughs> yeah, not really, but we can a still union? use the... It was a union of sorts. Well, I think, is this anniversary from like the first episode when I was a Lone Ranger with Mark and Amy in Easton? It was just me talking essentially to yes. myself it felt this like the fourth <laughs> anniversary of that one yeah. yeah yeah um so we'll do maybe we'll celebrate the fruit and stuff when our anniversary of you coming on your first episode yeah but like let's keep it let's streamline it let's just keep it you know september 14th feels like it's a nice it's in the calendar yeah it's just crazy i mean i literally remember amy reaching out to me being like do you want to start a podcast and in my mind being like i had co-hosted on Ben and Ashley's I'd taken like host uh covered for Ben while he was out of town and it was so much fun I was like this is really fun just like talking and not really having to worry about what I look like I can just kind of talk and then she asked if I want to start one I was like well what do I talk what do I talk about and four years later we're just like talking about edibles Tanya and saliva stuff. yeah and Tanya <laughs> drooling we've really just the the content that everyone needed continues to come four years later. <laughs> it continues to come. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I think is actually what makes me happy about this podcast in particular is because I feel like 
there are a lot of things that you can watch and that you can listen to. There's lots of podcasts. There's lots of television shows. But like we actually really are friends in real life. Yes, we are. (laughs) But I think it adds an element of like, we're just like doing life together. Yeah. You know, like if you think about it four years ago. Okay. Actually, let's think about it. What year was that? Four years ago. 2017. Where were you personally in that year? I was single and I was living in L.A. It was my first year living in L.A. Yeah. September of 2017. I think I was newly, I had like just gotten, no, maybe not just gotten. I was newly in uh, the on-air role on the morning show, right? That was like six years ago. Well, this is four years ago. Hold on. We're talking about 2017. (laughs) Have you been on the air in the morning show for like eight years? (laughs) No, I was behind the scenes. I wasn't like technically on air until Sisney came in. Okay. So after Ellen left. Yeah. All right, which so that is was what year? Okay, so yes, I was newly. I would say newish. Two years in. Two years in. Yeah, still getting my chomps wet. Oh, that's not a phrase. What? Still getting my from my, your drool. <laughs> still just getting my chops. My chops prepared. Yes. Um, I was in a. I was. I had just stopped sleeping with men. Just, I'm sorry. Four wait, years. You ago. just were get, getting your chomps prepared. I was just getting my chomps wet. Like I was new. Isn't that a thing? Getting your toes wet. No. Yeah. Isn't it chomps? <laughs> like, are chomps. You, is that your teeth? Yeah. Or I was just getting my chops. Or isn't that a thing? Like you've got chops, but they don't, they, they don't do it. You either have right. Sometimes you chomp at the bit. No. And you, you can wet your appetite. And you can get your feet wet. What am I trying to say? She's you trying know to I'm, say I was just getting my I don't feet know. wet. Like I, was, I think that's what you're trying to say. Do you call your feet chomps though? No. Because you can spin it if you like. Need I was to. just getting my acting chomps. Oh. Chops. 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 Oh, God. Anyways, you were just Any starting. Who, I was just starting. Uh, I feel like, no, I was well into my um, not sleeping with unattached men. Yes. Vigorously dating. Yes. Like vigorously dating. Our first few episodes with you were quite hilarious in those times. Mr. Whole Foods, Mr. Wilshire. Mr. Oh my God. Uh, Mr. Whole Foods, Mr. Wilshire, Catman. Oh no, Dogman. Do you remember that friend that my friend Mel set me up with? She like, so she meets this guy at this, I don't even know what. Meets him for two seconds and gets his number to set me up with him. I didn't know this when she set me up on the date. I thought like she'd known this guy for a while. And I go on the date with him. We have zero in common he has an instagram account for his dog he goes to sleep at four o'clock in the morning he goes out to like the raves at downtown los angeles i was like i call her after the date couldn't have been faster it was like 25 minutes i was like get me the f out of here i get home i call her and i go what about this man did you think like was you know she goes well he was just like really nice to talk to and i just wanted you to know that there were still nice men out there and i was like oh that was not needed you're like, I haven't lost hope to this degree. I haven't lost hope to yeah. this degree. I'm so sure that's where was, I was in life. Yeah, you were so funny because that was like, that was when you were on like Raya and you'd be like, what do I say? What do I say? And we'd do it on the podcast and you would inevitably send Happy Saturday. You know, it's just like. But you know what's interesting is I was on these apps for a very long time and I really only met two actual humans from the app. Yeah. What was the guy? What was Mr. Who was the guy before? Mr. D. Doctor. No. Mr. D. Mr. D. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Him. And so, then after him, I met Red Star. I've been consulting with my archives to see what you were actually up to in the fall of 2017, because I keep diligent notes on the morning show. So this was the iHeartRadio. Um, you went to New York and you had a late night with Tubbs, which I think we made more of on the radio than oh, actually happened yeah, in reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. That was that year. Yeah. Uh-huh. This was the year that like Nick Jonas did like a ice skating party, ice skating, rented out some ice skating rink in New York. And I went to that. Oh, sorry. I was thinking Tipler. Sorry. I, my, I thought I, I miss, I confused Tubbs with Tipler. Yes. Well, is Tip, you, you got a phone number in New York on September 28th. We talked about that. Does that ring a bell? Okay. No. We had a break on that. Uh, you interviewed Dua Lipa. You gave a speech at your old high school. Oh, yeah. That was September, actually October of 17. I went back to my high were, school for some, I don't know what it, exactly it was, but I gave a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were asked out by a married man. Uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Who? Very married. You know this too? You know this? We didn't have a name for him because I did, obviously did not accept it. But you know, you're aware of said man. Short, stout. <laughs> Boy, he sounds like a real Like a catch. real winner, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard decline oh, for me. Let him get away. <laughs> The one that got away. <laughs> Short and stout. I'm like, Short, rack. stout, married, asks out single women. Really, what a guy. Really, just top notch. It's pretty It's pretty crazy, though, when you look back at like four years seems like it's a flash in the pan, but it really, a lot has changed. <laughs> Is flash in the pan? That's a thing. No. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Not in that context, yeah. it's not. But still, it's always fun to hear what you're going to say. Well, and that's why we're all here. When y'all don't react, I'm like, oh, maybe it's something I've never heard of. But then I'm like, no. Flash, it was a flash in the pan. I've never heard of that. A flash, that's a real expression. A flash in the pan is like somebody who, or, or fad or something that's really popular and then goes away very quickly. Like Nico and Vince with a flash in the pan. Right. Okay. So like oh, you, think, you think four years is <laughs> like you. lickety split and it's not. Like a lot has happened. I mean, you've been like, you're in a relationship for how, how long has it been now? Like official. Three years and five months. Wow. Almost. Yeah. Almost three and a half years. That's wild. I know. That is wild because even sometimes when I think about that, it feels like it feels more like two years. Okay. Which More is like just a flash years. in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's like, it's just cool of how much life has happened and how we have all done it together and had the, you know, the live shows. And it's just, it's cool because there's definitely been like highs and there's been times where it's been hard to get on here and have a podcast that was like. And do you feel like, I feel like I get asked a lot of time from people that are starting podcasts now how do you guys, how did you build your, you know, your scrubbers, your scrub sisterhood? And I literally, I'm like, I, I, there was no like strategy. You know what I mean? Like we just came on here and we're like, this, this thing my on. Cut? Yeah, is this thing on? How's it going? You know, like I, I like, I have no good advice in terms of just like, cause people want strategy. They want to know how to build their audience. And I'm like, I have no idea, but they're the most loyal mm-hmm. humans on the planet. I mean, I will say I'm, I would be curious to know because you had listeners from the morning show who love you. I had people from the bachelor who watched me on the bachelor. So we both had that 
built in but i'm curious of the people who never watched the bat or like didn't follow me from the bachelor or didn't listen to the more like radio show who listened to the podcast i'd be curious to know what those numbers look like but yeah i think it's like i always feel like people ask you know how did you build your listen like how did you build that and i think it's the community it's not so much how it started but how it's like consistently stayed consistent yeah consistently stayed consistent i was gonna see if you call me out on that but (laughs) took you a second let me tell you what scrubbers are not doing they're not not letting people out of their driveways onto a busy street i can tell you that much Right. They're very welcoming people and very polite, kind people. Exactly. Yes, they are. Um, Easton sent a, I don't, is this supposed to be anonymous? Uh, No, it's not supposed to be anonymous. So Easton sends a group chat, sends a message to the group chat and said he needed some advice on something. And he was like, should I send it to the scrubbing an email? And I was like, I would just, let's just do it live on the podcast. So we don't know what's about to happen. This will be quick. This will be quick. But uh, so my buddy is out of town for an extended period of time. Uh, he asked me to go over and water his lawn. So he, he has a very nice pool. Is that a metaphor of some sort or is that no, a literal? It's just, okay. Just, All right. right. Are you guys Turn involved in some sort of thruple? <laughs> it, it, I mean, okay. So it's it, just a buddy of mine, close friend of mine. Uh, he's out of town. Need me to water his lawn. He has a really nice pool. Nobody's home. So we go over there and we go swimming in the pool, Allison and I. He has a camera in the backyard. And I assumed it was like one of those cameras that like it's not recording anything. It's just kind of there. Uh, yesterday in the afternoon, we decide to go skinny dipping. For, this is the first time I've ever done this ever because I'm a very square person. So we do it and it's fun. And that's all. And then later in the afternoon, I get a text to a group text with my friends on it, a picture of me <gasps> naked. And he says, send, wire me $1,200 or I won't send the really naughty ones. And like, he's clearly joking and I'm a chill dude, but <laughs> so it, it kind of weirded me out. So my question is, was I not, was me going skinny dipping? Was that bad? Should I not have done that? Or is he a creep for like taking screenshots of the camera? Can I go all of the above on this one? <laughs> I would have enjoyed you asking him if you could use the pool. I so, would have enjoyed that prior to the skinny dipping. Okay. The the pool, there was an understanding that because he's been out of town for a long time. Another friend was watching the, the house while he was gone. We've been swimming this whole time. This is the first time it was just me alone. And yeah, maybe I should have texted and said, can I go swimming? And not not said anything about being naked in his backyard. Right. But like, I I need to know like where you got, because my camera and my, all my, around my whole house, like they're all recording, like at all times. Like I can go back to any date and find if there's someone back there. So I want to know where that thought came of like, that probably isn't doing anything. So I'm going to strip down. <laughs> I have a, ca- I have an S camera in my house and it doesn't record. It's just li- it's a live stream. And because you have to pay extra for the recording. Yeah. Oh. So, 
So why? that's where that that's where that thinking came from. Was this a spur of the moment decision? Like, why not grab a suit? It was. I, I had my suit because let me tell you, once you skinny dip, you never go back. It. it I mean, yeah, and it, was, it was exciting. Yeah, it's nice. I, it's nice to feel it in your. I'll happily go back after this. But, but <laughs> and you um, weren't alone, right? It was you and your wife. It was me and Allison. Yeah. Uh huh. So that so, means that he has photos of Allison too. Yeah. Oh. Which is like that's weird. But if he's your friend, he's not going to like lob those photos around. I, would I think it's very weird that he sent that picture to a group chat. If he did it just to you with a twelve hundred dollars joke, okay, funny, haha. Yeah. But to the group chat is weird. Okay, that's that's what I thought. I was and I was trying to be cool. And I was like, hey man, I watered your lawn, you know, like like I was trying to be like cool about it. But I was also like, like oh man, like what else did he see? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What yeah. What else did you do in there? Nothing. We didn't do anything like bad. Mm-hmm. It's just just so, like nothing. If it was a movie, we'd get a we'd get an R rating because there was like frontal nudity, but like nothing past that. Um. Is Allison freaking out? She she was yeah yeah she she was freaking out about it. I personally would be freaking out just because like I would be like I don't want anyone to have those that footage of me. Yeah, but at the same time, you did see the camera. We knew the camera was there, <laughs> and we chose knew- to t- take off your clothes. So. I don't know if maybe you have a conversation and just say, hey, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you just let it go. And it's like, I would let I it go and act like you don't care. Like, be but like, what if, I don't know. Once again, I, what's your, he's your friend. I, I, you preface this with saying he's your friend. So he's really not going to like put it on the Internet. Well, we have heard from people who follow your story about how friends will sometimes cheat on their spouse with their or your spouse true but so, i feel like Ethan, you would know if this friend is like shady yeah i i trust this friend mostly yeah. but he's capable of some diabolical stuff yeah, so i'm I mean, if his first move was sending it to the group chat that's a little questionable the picture he sent was you can't see any of allison like like she's she's like in the hot tub you can only see it from her like neck up oh my god and i i am my my rear is to the camera, so you can't see like oh, not- I would act okay. like you don't well, care. I better. would honestly act like you don't care and be like, haha, that's the best you got. I'm sure yeah. there's better ones in there or something like that. Okay. I, your butt your butt to the group chat is better. I that's yeah. not what I thought. That's not what I was picturing. So that's not so bad. Cause it's kind of like, you know, oh, that's kind of funny. Uh I do as uh, if I were a pool owner, which I kind of am, but not a traditional pool, but I, I pool don't owner. I'm trying to think if it would bother me. Like, I don't think it would bother me to have a neighbor who is watching my house while I'm gone swim. But skinny dipping might bother me. No, it's all the same. Because it is same. a difference. It's not. It's not. Because it just makes me think about pubes in the skimmer. You know? And that's uh, it's going to bother me. Let me tell you something. Pubes are going to get in the skimmer with a bathing suit on or sans. I'm just going to tell you that. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's true. It's a psychological thing because it is just like a thin layer of lycra. Yeah. Like over, you know, separating... And water As you goes, can swims in through there. You know, like water swims in through your suit. Yeah, it's it's like really in terms of cleanliness, I feel yeah. like it's not that much different. It's a, it's, I think it's a s- symbolic thing. Yeah. You know? My I'm I'm mostly my my biggest takeaway from that is that he has mostly I not not saying that you're you don't matter, but the thought that he has well, yeah. footage of Allison. Yeah. In, in the news. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so unbothered by this because I feel like 
nakedness of well, me is just not, like everywhere. Not, have, not seeing it. I'm saying having it and you know, yeah. people can be, yeah. you don't know what people are going to do. True. I think it's, it's nice to be able to trust people and be like, they would never, but. Like Allison and I are both like, open and we're you know we're proud of our bodies but yeah. like it was the the fact that we were being watched without knowing that was felt but invasive but again you said it's not my house <laughs> you yeah. knew you were being you knew you might have been being watched yeah you're in front of a camera so so we're ruling both parties at fault right <laughs> yeah doing. i would say so yeah 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 i would say yeah i i, <laughs> I would say don't do that again <laughs> yeah i mean I'm showering with my swimsuit on from now on. You know, nice. like you're never nude. Yeah, put on the, the denim shorts. So you're saying you would never go on naked and afraid of love? We've been watching a lot of Naked and Afraid and Naked and Afraid of Love, which That's is probably what sparked of love. It's like Naked it's, and Afraid, but like a love version of it. So it's Naked Bachelor. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like na- Naked Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds interesting. We, and that's probably what sparked this was we we've seriously been just watching it on a loop, um, but. And that's a whole different thing because you have to survive out in the wilderness. I have a whole plan for that. If yeah, we're yeah. Go on there. yeah. But, so that's I like still being on naked. the table. I think being naked is so freeing. I would drive me nuts though if I knew if somebody we knew had naked footage of my wife. It would drive me insane. Yeah, it's uh, it yeah, it's on my mind. <laughs> but she, she's a good-looking lady. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, th- yeah. Well, what's easy to say? Hand over the tapes, punk. Yeah, he's not gonna like you know. It's it's I'm hoping it just goes away. Right? Yeah, that's your best bet is to just yeah. not acknowledge it. If he keeps sending photos in the group chat, maybe you have a talk with him, but I think at this point you just you know, make a joke out of it and move on cuz you don't want you don't even want to think about or talk about it anymore. I suggest you take an edible and just chill. <laughs> Sounds nice. like you need it. All right. Thank you very much for your advice. I don't everybody. know that we gave him advice, but yeah. <laughs> complicated situation. Yeah. All right, we, I mean, I don't know how we're going to follow up our, you know, advice with what we just had, but we're going to read emails. But first, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. 
Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. So we have Gwen Whiting from The Laundress scrubbing in today, and she is like a professional with her equipment all set up. Welcome to the OR, Gwen. I'm a professional laundry scrubber, too. (laughs) Just what we like. I actually just um, before I left was I still have lost my um, I lost my smell to COVID like a month and a half ago. Um, yeah, about a month and a half ago. And I still don't have my smell. It's like very faint. So only really like nice smells. I can kind of get a glimpse. And I use the laundress and I was like, I think I can smell my clothes. Which I is think so I can nice. smell again. <laughs> Yay. Baby I've been steps, panicking. <laughs> yeah. And I've been panicking that it's going to be something bad, you know, that I smell first. So I was, I've been like really happy that it has, it's been like nice fragrant scents. Oh, good. <laughs> Play laundry. It's a good scent. Yes. Yeah. I know. What actually, what inspired you guys to start the laundress? Mm. The short answer is dry cleaning bills. Um, Preach, sister. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the cheap and cheerful answer. But, the, you know, the bigger part of that story was um, I was young, um, 
early 20s in my career, mid 20s, and really um, amassing my wardrobe and my investments and my bedding and sheets and all these things, um, and wanting to take better care of these items and really being challenged by what was out there to work with. Um, I lived in a six floor walk up. I had no washer dryer. I had the fluff and fold and dry cleaner around the corner. And I had specific challenges between pit stains on my white t-shirts and button downs. I had delicates, cashmere, new jeans that I wanted to keep looking perfect. Um, and I really needed the opposite of the one size fits all grocery product. Mm -hmm. So um, that, that led to setting out and creating uh, my own solutions to, to these laundry problems. It's honestly awesome because I will say I, when the pandemic hit, I stopped going to the dry cleaner because I mean, everything, you know, didn't really need an, like, mm -hmm. anything. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I recently went back to bring something. One jacket was $35. I was yeah. like, insane. <laughs> insane, insane. Speaking of like, what are some tips and tricks of getting like your fall sweaters and jackets like ready to go? I mean, we're, I don't know what New York is like, but LA is still so hot. So I have time, we have time to prepare, but I do want them to feel like fresh and new because they've been stuffed away for a minute now. Sure. I, I actually love, um, doing big batch seasonal cleanups. Um, it's just such an effective way. And then you don't forget, Oh, do, are these, is this one clean? And is this one mm -hmm. dirty? What happened? Um, so I, I really love doing big batches and it can be in the beginning of the season or throughout, but to wash all of your, your cashmere and do a, a whole wash festival and do everything at once. And then you can treat them all and know that they're all clean at the end of a season or at the beginning of a new one. I also like to do the same with my jeans. I wash all the jeans in one time. So I know, you know, they're all, they're all clean or not so clean anymore. Um, I even trained my husband to do a pit stain dress shirt triage. So he gathers <laughs> all the shirts and treats his collars and cuffs and armpits. And it's just a nice way to, to, do it all at once and have great results. And then you know when to go at it again. But also in terms of dry cleaning items, um, you know, investing in a steamer, a really good steamer mm -hmm. will pay, pay it forward as you just discovered your $35 blazer jacket fee. You know, a really good steamer. I've had my steamer since college and I'm it's been a few. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all you need is the laundress and a good steamer and you are good to go, baby. Yeah. And we also uh, make a fabric fresh called fabric fresh. We make in a, in a few of our fragrances. It smells very good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So one. you can spray and freshen and steam. And then that really will reduce the, the need to, to a frequency for dry cleaning. Yeah, I I love having the option of not having to. I mean, it's kind of stressful too. You're like giving over your clothes. When when you do it, it's frustrating, but you're kind of like, "Ugh, I did this to myself." When you give it to someone else and they do something that hurts it, you're like, "Hurts Oof. it." it hurts. And you pay and for, like, it. Paid for it. Yeah. And they never give you your money back. They're like, mm. "Yeah, yeah they're sorry." Like, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, well, for a limited time, you can get 25% off of the laundress's whole line of laundry solutions so that you guys can experience their noticeably amazing results for yourself. Just go to thelaundress.com for 25% off and use code 
scrubbing at checkout at thelaundress.com. Some exclusions apply. Um, well, thank you for hopping on and giving giving us some tips and tricks. I seriously love it. I, I use the refresh like all the time. I actually smelled that before I got COVID. So I know exactly what that smells like. And it's one of my favorite things to just spritz. Even like my couch, sometimes I'll just spray it on. Yeah, no, the, the, the scents are very, very, very like lush and delicious. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for giving us this code to give to our listeners. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I'm so glad your your listeners seem to be enjoying it. So that's great. Well, we loved having you on and just uh, catching up with you. So thanks for scrubbing in today. I know. I, I want a glass of wine with you ladies. What's going on? <laughs> I know. When we, I want to come to New York. I'm really missing New York, but I'm waiting for it to cool down a little bit so I can get the fall effect. Yeah. You got to wear the wool. You got to wear the wool. <laughs> it's a perfect glass of wine time where you are. I feel like it's a teensy early for us. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm drinking well, wine it's four. at noon. So yeah. let's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are back with some emails. Mark, take it away. Cassidy says, Tanya, what advice do you have for dating someone with kids? I recently had a baby. The father is not involved. So I'm looking to hear from the other perspective. He's still little, just over two months old, but I've been single for over a year. So I would like to start branching out and figuring out how I want to go about things. You know, I think the best advice that I could give you is that you can write your own story. I think that the thing that people get really tripped up on with this kind of stuff, and I I did in the beginning too, is like you read handbooks or you watch YouTube videos of like how to meet them and how to do it and how to do it properly. And it's like, it's different for everybody, whatever feels the most natural to you. You know what I mean? Like this is your life. This is your child. And you get to decide how quickly, how slowly you want to bring somebody in. Like you get to decide those, those, you know, the way that you want to do it. And so I think really sitting with yourself and figuring out how you want to go about it. I think, you know, having a happy parent is leads to happy kids in my opinion. And, um, I'll never forget this one man actually, uh, a few years ago, I met this, we met this couple and, uh, the guy had been divorced with two kids when he met his now wife and we were just like chatting with them. And and he said, you know, what's the best piece of advice or something like that. And the guy said, kids grow where the sun shines. And it was just like the sweetest, just like sunshines, just keep it happy, keep it positive, do what feels good for you. And that would be my advice. Great. Is that bad advice? No, no, no. no. Sound advice. advice. Good. Yeah, I think that's great advice. I liked that it was from the perspective of someone who has the kids dating. Yeah. You know, as opposed to dating someone with the kids. Because I think there comes a lot of like, I feel like, and I shouldn't write this in the email, but there comes a lot of guilt with it too. And so a lot of people who, you know, she might be feeling guilty for wanting to date or wanting to find happiness. um, And I don't think you should feel any sort of guilt in that regard at all having a happy life and a good partner is only going to benefit your kid. And I think being very proud and open about having a kid and how proud you are and how important this child is to you is really 
going to set the tone for how the people you date respond to you having a kid too, which we've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Before. Cause like, I think the other thing too, is like, don't try and hide it. Like if you're on dating apps, don't try and just put, po- you know, post a picture of you and your child so that the people, so that the people you're matching with know, you know, like I knew straight up from day one, what, you know, you could just, you know, not post it. And then, you know, Hook they them. fall in love and then they show up to the house and they're like, who's this? Yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. That's horrible advice. Yeah, Don't do that. I would just say, I agree. I think way. you just like, but incorporate into a conversation, not like in a way that you're like, Oh, I have a kid, but yeah. being like, I have this amazing child that yeah. I love. That's my whole life. Yeah. All right. This is from anonymous. I met this guy back in May through Bumble and we hit it off right away. Last week was my birthday. He said he was taking me out to dinner, a surprise, and we were going to spend Labor Day weekend in New York City. On the day of my birthday, we had a misunderstanding regarding the dinner reservation. He canceled the reservation without consulting me because I had made another reservation at a restaurant that we were dying to go to for Thursday, the day after my birthday, and he assumed that was going to be the celebration for my birthday. I'm a little confused by that, but I think I got it. Basically, the birthday plans canceled bad. Sure. Okay. We talked on the phone, he apologized, and I said that I accepted his apology, but what made me sad was, even though he made a mistake, he didn't even try to fix it or be with me on my birthday. That led him to tell me that he felt like he was disappointing me all the time, and he still was in limbo regarding if he wanted a relationship or not. So he decided to end things on my birthday. He said if I wanted to continue talking to him or ask him anything I could, should I reach out to him? I want to talk to him and figure out what the heck happened. Everyone keeps saying to not talk to him, but I can't just leave things like that. What would you do? And by the way, I just found out he unfollowed me on Instagram. The detail of that email is really <laughs> blessing my heart. Yeah, that sounded so Tanya <laughs> so, seeking advice. So Tanya seeking advice. So I have particular advice. It's probably the opposite of what you're going to say. I think you're going to say reach out to him and get closure if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Take it away. So... First of all, somebody that dumps you on your birthday, it's a hard no for me, but that I'm going to put that aside. If you can't get past this and there's things rolling around your brain and you just want answers to things, but I think you should reach out. But I think also holding yourself to a standard and like not backing down and not holding out hope or in that sort of sense, like not having an ulterior motive. If you really just want to know like where his head's at and you need that conversation, then I think you should have it. But I don't know. Dumping you on your birthday seems cold. I mean, I, I would, I'm kind of on the same page. If it's something that you can't stop thinking about and you're like, I just need, I, I, I'm a little conflicted because it was, they started hanging out or met in May, which wasn't that long. Like it hasn't been August. It's been four months. I don't know. He, if he already made the move to unfollow you on Instagram and it got that, like, he just checked out that fast. I'm almost like, don't even give him the time of day anymore. Like, you've given enough and he's clearly out. But I think if you're kind of like, I cannot move on until I have some sort of conversation with him, then do it knowing that you deserve better. Like, that you can have that conversation get closure and then move on to something. And better. you might not ha- get closure in the conversation, but then well for herself, like if she needs to say something, then she can say it, not expecting him. He might not say anything you want to hear, but knowing that you can say what you need to say and then move on to bigger and better things. I, 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 this is not your guy. To me, he sounds like a bit of a load. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, 
he was looking for an opportunity to get out. Like, it seems like he took the first chance he could. Like, what, what you're not happy about the reservation? Okay, I'm, I'm, it's over for me. Right. So I think he was he was looking for an opportunity. Or if he said he's um, hates that he's always disappointing you, like what else has he done in the last four months? Like seems, yeah, seems early for that level of disappointment. Correct. For him to be feeling that way, it's just not a match, and that's okay. If you want to have lunch with him and sort things out, I don't know. I guess have at it, but you're not going to get anything you want to hear out of that guy. Yeah, sometimes yeah. And he's, you, and he's not paying for lunch. Yeah, sometimes you get what is it? You can, uh, you never. Uh, yeah. This will be I, good. It's hard to help when nothing's coming out. The closure. They say it's like sometimes you get the cl- answers that you never get the answers you're going to need. So you have to get closure on your own. Yeah. There's some sort I, of quote like that. I hear where you're going with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I almost feel like reaching out to him is going to set you up for more rejection and hurt because you're probably going to have expectations going in that conversation. But if you can go into it saying like, I just need to say this, regardless of what he says in return, it's going to make me feel better and I can move on do it but go into it without with very low expectations yeah yeah yeah. we like low expectations around here just keep them low and then keep them real high the tough balance (laughs) but you got to do it yeah it is a balance yeah you got to keep the expectations low and then keep them real high if you know what i'm saying (laughs) what oh man did that turn sexual or something why'd your voice do that thing that you do when you're talking about like nah making oh, out oh did <laughs> yeah. i didn't even mean to no no no, i didn't mean did y'all to. get that one i wasn't looking at her so all i heard was keep them low and then keep, keep them, them high. real high yeah it did yeah, yeah. it sounded i got the vibe There's okay. <laughs> the vibe tanya you're saying keep them low in dating and then once you're in a relationship keep them high is that the idea no i think she was saying keep them low going into that kind of conversation with someone who's lame like that but then raise them up again when you get back on the horse yes once dating the expectations need to be high because your partner your partner is needs to like level up your partner needs to be a better uh leveled up version of did you say once dating once is that not a word? I mean, I think you're doing like a Shakespearean thing. Yeah, yeah like well, like a yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. Not doing a Shakespearean. <laughs> thing. I am so Shakespeare like, adjacent. Y'all literally reach so far for her. Like, yeah, it's a word if it's said in this way or back in the Shakespearean days. Like, that's not what she's doing. <laughs> like shooketh, shooketh. Like, I feel like she's just doing a Shakespearean thing. And it's exactly, fine, shooketh to well, my shooketh core. Shooketh is more like a you know newer I'm, term. I'm basically Shakespeare. <laughs> We've gone so far from Shakespeare. We're back to back with Shakespeare. That's how far away you got. Exactly. You made the full circle. Exactly. Well, whence it's been fun. It's been whence fun. <laughs> Whilst it's been fun. Well, it's time to say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week for another hard hitting week of news hard-heading episode of news happy anniversary if you've been here from the beginning and even if you even if you came late and started from the beginning or even if you started last week we are so happy to have you how many is that because i feel like it should be over 200 right if it's been four years how many episodes have there been of scrubbing in i'm asking easton and i know that he is the kind of person that would have that information very quickly at hand but seconds from now he'll burst forth with a three-digit number to let us know how many episodes there have been Easton? The number of episodes wait, we have. Wait, get, let's guess. Everyone guess. Okay. All right. Yes, please. How many weeks in a year? 56? 
Come on, really? That's that's. I I'm feel every guess human should know 214. that. Two hundred and fourteen. Tanya's making faces at me because she didn't like that I said that. Isn't it common knowledge how many weeks are in a year? No. I mean, yes, but Shakespearean people, <laughs> we don't bother with that. Yeah, okay. They don't go Becca, by how this. many weeks are in a year? Uh, 56. No. 52. 52? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I was going between it because I heard both numbers from her. So okay, so like... I'm going to say 208 episodes. Well, that would be precise. I feel like we've had weekends, weeks where we've done more than one. Right. But and what did you say, Becca? None. I said 214. 214. And are we playing Price is Right rules that you cannot go over? Nah. No, just whoever's closest. <laughs> okay. 208, 214. Then I will say uh, 218. Okay. Becca technically technically wins right on the money to the point where I think she's looking at something. No! <laughs> I'm 214. Because in our system, it says Scrubbing In has 214 episodes, which is remarkable. However... Some of those are trailers for This Is Paris and other I Heart Radio oh, podcasts. So I'm trying count. to pull up exactly how many episodes no, we I'm have. No, I'm going to give it to Becca. That's, I'm going to give it to Becca. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty I mean, impressive. And I'm right also going to say money. that Becca is not a cheater. And then the double tier on that, like a sub tier of that point, is that I don't even think she would bother to like check. No. Right. I don't so, know how you would look. Honestly, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't was, even know how to look at that. Right. So I'm going to say that's just her genius mind. Shakespearean well, some There's say. not as much pride in winning when you cheat. Like there you get like maybe you feel the high of saying people being like you're the thinking that you win. But deep down, I don't I feel a sense of pride right now that I guess that without looking at anything. Right on the, I mean, not counting this episode we're doing right now, but 214 episodes. That's pretty incredible, Becca. I'm impressed. I'm yeah. just impressed that we have done 214, give or take some trailers yeah. <laughs> of this show. That's pretty great. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, baby. So that's like 214 hours of our lives, give or take a few. I, yeah. I mean, a lot of episodes are 90 minutes, some are longer. So. It's a lot of math. Yeah, lot of we'll math. Have, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll, I'll really work on that during my other homework this week. Yeah, this Shakespearean mind can't do the numbers <laughs> yeah, quite. Too, too below you, really. Um, too right-minded, you know? like Or what's the math mind? Isn't the math mind your right brain? I don't know. Yes. Yes, because your left is your creativity. Like logic this and reason. This is what I kind of miss, the like outro we had because it would just like cut tanya off you know like when she went into this stuff it's like beep, beep. bye and then we yeah, like, bye, love you, bye. please cut me off i need i have a i have a a, a man on his way and i want to smooch him oh my god i gotta get out of here we love oh you all and we'll be back next week bye bye Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 scripts. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.